Jesus. As a family, we have come today to just worship your holy name, to exalt you, for you are the Adonai in our lives, O God. We acknowledge you, O God, in heaven, that, Lord, time may pass away, but, Lord, you remain the same. You never change, can never change, and will never change. Therefore, for this reason, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for the testimonies that were shared this morning. It's a proof of your promises concerning this house. It's a proof that you are here in our midst. And for these and many more, we just want to say thank you. Gracious Lord in heaven, even as we go into your word, we are asking that you will speak life unto us, O God. That Lord, your name be glorified in our lives in the name of Jesus. Even as I speak, O God in heaven, grant me utterance, O God. That I will speak your word with clarity and the hearts of your people will be blessed and the name of the Lord be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Quickly let's open our Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14 we are reading from verses 10 to 15. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes and behold the Egyptians marched after them. So they were afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And then he said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And the verse 13 says, And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Hallelujah. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. You see, when I began to ponder on this scripture, something just welled up on my inside. And it just simply said that the reality of it is, if you find yourself stagnated in life, Perhaps you are complaining. Praise God. Because the reality of it was God was teaching of Israel here that until they stopped complaining, rather stop complaining and what? Move forward. And until they began to move forward, they did not see the hand of God. Hallelujah. And so for this morning, for those of us who are writing, the title of my sermon is The Law of Advancement. Hallelujah. It's our month of the supernatural advancement. And so we begin to look at the subject of advancement or what does it mean for us to advance. Hallelujah. And I trust the Holy Spirit to help me communicate that which has laid in my heart. And for me to start off with, I've come to tell you this morning that what in the kingdom of God, it is powered by principles. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is powered by principles. And the essence of this is simple. Is so that it makes our success or our progress predictable. Praise God. In other words, so that when you are confident of the principles of God, all that it would take is just time. It will surely come to pass. A good example, the Bible tells us clearly, it said that what? So long as the earth remaineth, 
there would be what? Seed time and what? Harvest. In other words, so long as you're planting, it may take time. But if Jesus should tarry, you are almost guaranteed that what? You would what? Have your harvest. And so when it comes to the kingdom of God, you must understand that when you understand these principles, then you're no longer frustrated. You are only just saying, Lord, let time and chance happen to me. Because so long as you keep practicing these principles, it, although it may tarry, the Bible says what? Wait for it, for it will surely come to pass. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. He says in the book of Matthew 13 verse 11, he says to you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to them who are outside, it has not been given. And so the moment you lay hold of these principles of God, success or your advancement or your progress is inevitable. Hallelujah. Am I communicating this morning? Hallelujah. And so you begin to understand that. So moment you, you understand these principles of God, then it may only take time, but it will surely come to pass. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so one of these principles that you must understand, it is, it is in your DNA. It is the heritage of God's people to make progress. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, when I was preparing for this sermon last night, I began to speak to myself and I, and I just said to my wife, I said, do you know what? I stand to be corrected, but that I'm almost certain. It is God's mind that every time he discusses with his people, progress is a must. In other words, if you experience setback, it is not God. Praise the name of the Lord. For every time you encounter a setback, it is not God. And so perhaps you are among those people who have the ideologies that, oh, perhaps this delay is God's agenda for you. It is not God. Praise God. God may use that delay for your good, but God is not the author of delay. Am I making sense? And so you understand that for as it relates to your destiny, progress is a must. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 4 verse 18, it says the path of the righteous. You see, when God wants to discuss things, because our IQ as human beings is so low, praise the name of the Lord, God begins to explain his ideologies using the technologies that we are familiar with. Praise God. For every time God wants to communicate an idea to us, he uses the things around us that we are familiar with such that we are able to understand what God is saying. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the Bible says here that what the path of the just is like a shining light. Praise God. That what? It shines brighter and brighter until it reaches its full strength and glory, which is the perfect day. In other words, God is saying, if you want to know your destiny as a Christian, praise God. All you need to do is to wake up perhaps 5 a.m. in the morning and begin to watch the sun begin to rise. And so when you begin to observe how the sun rises, God is saying, that is how your destiny is supposed to be. Because the Bible said that what the path of the just, in other words, the life of the just is like a shining light. Praise the name of the Lord. But the Bible says, for example, God is trying to communicate how we should be as believers. He says what the righteous shall be like what? As bold as a lion. So perhaps if you don't know what boldness looks like, observe the lion and how bold it is in approach to life. God is saying that is how your destiny is supposed to be. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Or perhaps the Bible is saying that what? The righteous shall flourish as like a palm tree. And so if you want to know what flourishing looks like, God is simply saying what? Observe the palm tree. Look at how the path of the palm tree is. That is how your destiny is supposed to look like. So when God is saying the path of the just, and so for example, if you begin to observe that there is no progress, then there's an abnormality currently going on. Praise God. And so it behoves on you to begin to take adequate steps to ensure that you are not stagnant in any shape or form. You see, a man of God said, what you don't want, you don't watch. Praise God. What you don't confront, you, have, you can never ever conquer. And whatever you don't resist has a right to remain. Praise the name of the Lord. What you don't want, you don't watch. In other words, until you say no, God can do nothing. You see, at the shift conference, you know, when Reverend Bishop was preaching, and was saying that, you know, until the day Jephthah took his life in his hands, God did not move. But yet, God was still God. And so you understand that the ideology of, oh, one day God will make things better. It is not the right mindset to have. Because the reality of what? Until you move, God cannot move. When Joshua and the priests were carrying the Ark of Covenant, until they put their leg inside, the river did not divide. Praise the name of the Lord. And so when God was thinking of Israel, why are you complaining before me? Tell them to do what? Move forward. Because until you move forward, I'm not parting no Red Sea. The journey of the Christian faith is the journey of faith. That's why the Bible says that what the just shall live by what? His own faith. Not my faith. My faith will do for me what it will do for me. Your faith will do what it will do for you. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you begin to understand that when it comes to the subject of advancement, it is in your heritage as God's child to advance. I need to build that into our consciousness. Because when things are not working, you don't fold your hands. It's your responsibility to make sure it works. And so we are talking about the law of advancement. Advancement never happens on its own. It is enforced. You see, when it comes to the Christian faith, all things that we desire has already been given. Praise God. Everything you want in life has been given. Second Peter 1 verse 2 tells us that what blessed be God who has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so everything you need, you can look at the x-ray of your wants and your needs. All I'm here to tell you is that what it has been given. And so when you take stock and you don't have it, then you must ask yourself, what must I do? Praise God. Because the reality of it is what? It takes enforcement of our ownership to take hold of what we have been given already. Praise God. It takes what? Enforcement. To, you know, when my children are fighting for their toys, uh, praise God, you know, my daughter can be, she likes to act like a boss lady, you know. And so when her and Jessie, the first one, are, are playing and Jessie's with her toy, it's her toy from the beginning. But you see, she takes it by force because it's mine. And when she's taking it, she's saying, but the toy is mine. Praise God. And so, for example, healing is yours, but you are having pain. You take, the Bible said that what? The kingdom of God suffereth what? Violence. And the violent taketh it what? By force. 
And so when it comes to the progress and advancement of your life, if you look at your life and there is no progress, you do what? You take it by force. Because it has been given. The Bible says your past, your past, your life, it is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter. So therefore, tomorrow must be better than yesterday. Christians don't say, gone are the old days. God forbid. Because we grew up saying, oh, you know, when things were good. Tomorrow is guaranteed to be better than yesterday. That is what my Bible tells me. Praise God. And so if it's not working as such, I must be doing something. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so you realize that when it comes to the Christian faith, like I was saying earlier on, we must take what belongs to us. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 2. This was God speaking to Moses, or children of Israel. He says, rise and take your journey and cross over to River Anon. He says, look, I have given to you, I have given into your hands Sion the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and his land. But he said what? You must do what? Begin to possess it and engage with him in battle. It's already yours. But you see, you don't take delivery until you fight. Praise God. And so first and foremost, you must understand that the Christian faith is the faith of those who are willing to fight. Praise God. We are gentle on the outside, but we are aggressive on the inside. Praise God. On the outside, we are gentle. You know, the Bible says, live peaceably with all men. But in my place of prayer, I'm allowed to be aggressive as I want. Because I must take what belongs to me. That's what it takes to possess or to make progress in God's agenda. And so we are looking at the laws of advancement. This is one of those laws. You must be willing to fight. There's no gentility with the devil. You know, I came to understand that the devil is absolutely wicked. There is no iota of good. You know, I used to believe that, you know, maybe I'm a nice guy. So at least the devil should be soft on me. I used to believe that. How ignorant could I have been? Praise God. And so when, when the devil is dealing with you, regardless of your gender, your racial bias or whatever it is, there is no iota of gentility with the devil. And so if the devil is willing to deal with you till you are no more, then you must be willing to confront him till he's no more. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And so then we begin to look at what then does it take to advance? Or what is advancement? What is supernatural advancement? Time will not permit us because today, just for me to set the background, and then we'll begin to look at it in the course of the month. Praise God. Now, the dictionary tells us that advancement simply means a process of promoting or to make a cause or a plan. It went ahead to say it is the development of or an improvement. However, I said that supernatural advancement is the progressive move towards the fulfillment of one's destiny despite the magnitude of the position as a result of the involvement of God and his principles. Hallelujah. The difference between the supernatural advancement and natural advancement is that what? I am involving God and his principles 
in the progress of my life. You know, someone said that supernatural advancement is moving toward or is moving forward by a means that lacks human explanation. Praise God. In other words, you are making progress. The people are asking you, how did you do it? Only all you can say is what? But God. Praise the name of the Lord. You are making progress, but all you can answer is what? But God. You see, I went for a baby dedication yesterday. So, I was speaking to the couple. And the lady was saying that she was pregnant when she was traveling here. 36 weeks, I believe. And I'm saying, but how did you, how did they let you fly? There was no way it could have happened. And all she could say is what? But God. I asked, I said, but you guys just came two weeks ago. You have an accommodation, a lovely place at that. Central of Swansea. How did it happen? But God. Hallelujah. And so you understand that supernatural advancement is when you are making progress. Everybody's asking you, how are you doing it? All you can say is what? But God. Because God is involved in what you are doing. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so then, what then are the pillars for advancement? I'll just take one for today, and then we'll carry on from next week. The pillars for advancement, in other words, in order for me to advance God's own way, what are the criteria that I must imbibe? Number one is the law of vision. Praise the name of the Lord. Is the law of vision. Everyone who is making progress, makes progress on account of what? What they are able to see. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two is what? Speed. Number three is that if you're going to make progress, then you must have courage. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Number four is that what? You must be willing to fight a good warfare. This was what Paul was telling to Timothy. He said, concerning the prophecies that were given to you, make sure that you do what? You want a good, fair, a good warfare with them. You see, many a times we believe that prophecies fulfill themselves. Praise the name of the Lord. But guess what? Just as how God has spoken that thing, there is someone watching to ensure that it doesn't come to pass. And so you must, as a way of responsibility, confront the barriers that are on your path of destiny. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, when I was reading the book of Zechariah chapter 1, the Bible says that there were four horns that did not allow Judah to lift up their head. And so, so long as you aligned yourself to God, praise God, there were forces, whether visible to your eye or invisible to your physical eyes, that are saying that over my dead body would you make progress. Thank God that we come from an African origin where people are very diabolic. And so all these things sit home in our consciousness. Unlike the, our contemporaries who are here, that when you begin to talk of such things, they believe, oh, come on, don't be that, don't be that naive. But the truth is what? Life is not just physical. Praise the Lord. Life is not just physical. Hallelujah. Number five is that what? You must have the mindset to make progress. Praise the Lord. Whether you are stagnant or you are moving forward, it first of all starts what? In your mind. Praise the name of the Lord. And number, number six is what? Is the law of favor. Praise God. You see, for children of Israel to make progress from the land of Egypt to the promised land, the Bible said that word, and God caused them to find favor 
in the sight of the Egyptians. How can you explain that somebody who kept you in bondage, you were able to plunder them? Praise God. Hallelujah. It's unheard of. But you see, these are what it takes for you to advance supernaturally. And so we start with the law of vision. What is vision? What is vision? To our common term, we understand vision to be the ability to see clearly where one is going. Praise the name of the Lord. Many of us, when we left our houses, your understanding was that what? You were going to church. Praise God. For many of us who were not here before or, or you had not come here for the first time, your sat-nav was to direct you to ensure that you reached your destination. The question that you must ask yourself is, where am I going? Praise the name of the Lord. Because the reality of it is what? If you don't know where you're going, everywhere looks like it. And this is the beauty of vision. And I think the ladies will agree with me. For example, you want to buy a top. You start going from stores, Debenhams, Primark, whatever it is. You don't know what you're looking for, but you know that when I see it, I know. Praise God. But what made you know? Because you had an image in your mind. There was a vision of what you are looking for. Praise the name of the Lord. And so, if you are going to advance in life, you must have a vision of what progress looks like to you. Because whether you like it or not, my mom will always say to us, as our faces are different, so are our needs. So, what I regard as advancement may not be the same for you. But so long as you are clear, you are absolutely clear in 4K, even not 5K, you are absolutely clear where you're going, then you are allowed to make progress. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible said that what? Where there is no vision. Praise the name of the Lord. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. They lead their lives anyhow. Praise the name of the Lord. They lead their lives with no restraint. Anything goes. You know, there's a popular um, Instagram meme that goes around. It says, you know, any money where I get, my enjoyment, you know, don't worry about my, my, my future. My future is not going anywhere. Now, we laugh about it, but that's a visionless statement. Praise God. It's a visionless statement because the reality of it is what? If you know where you're going, you see, when it comes to the subject of vision, God would only fund what you have seen. Praise the name of the Lord. God would only provide for you according to what you saw. The Bible said that God told Abraham, he says, as far as your eyes can see, so will I give you. And so, the beauty of it, when God was saying, when Christ was saying, you know, I pray for those who are in this world and even those who are yet to join the faith. Abraham saw everybody. Praise the name of the Lord. Abraham saw the day you, you, you'll be saved. Because as far as his eyes could see, he says what? I will give to you and your, descend your descendants. And so, you understand that vision is highly important in the journeys of life. Because the reality of it is many of us here, we came to Swansea, but what's your vision? Because your vision will determine how long do I plan to stay in Swansea? If at all I'm going to stay in Swansea. And when I come to Swansea, what am I supposed to be doing? Everybody's destiny is measured by how, how well you spend it. That's why Psalm 90 verse 12 will tell us, teach us to number our days. 
that we would incline our hearts unto wisdom. And so you are here for a reason. You must have absolute clarity because your vision would determine the people you align yourself with. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible said that he that keepeth company with the wise of himself is also what? Wise. But the company of the fool wearies him. And so because you have a clear picture, you know, I was reflecting. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and I was saying, oh, because you live abroad, you know, that many of us, that when they came abroad, you know, they lost their way. And I began to just reflect. Why is it that everybody that came, I never aligned myself to what they were doing? And it was simple. I had a picture of what I wanted in life. And so, so long as you're not going where I'm going, there's no point of me budging myself with you. You know, I often say that life is like an airport. For the fact that I know you and I saw you at the airport doesn't mean that I should chill with you. I can only chill with you when we are going the same direction. And so vision, your body would only go where your eyes have seen. I'm, I'm saying this because if I'm going to advance this year, even next year, 20 years from now, it must start with what? Where you are going. And these are questions you must be asking yourself now. What am I doing here? What vision do I have for myself? What are those things that God has placed in my heart? Because whether you like it or not, until you are able to define these things, you will keep beating around the bush. And the danger of beating around the bush is that what? You enter the journey of complaining. And just like of Israel, he said, why are they complaining? Tell them that I said what? They should what? Move forward. The danger of compromise of complaining is that what if care is not taken you would compromise the danger of complaining is that if you're not careful you would compromise the train of israel were saying let us go back to egypt let us go there's a reason why i said that god is a forward god there is nothing backward about god after all he told lot as you're leaving sodom and gomorrah don't what look back God is a God of progress. And so if you and I are going to advance this year supernaturally, that we are able to say that it is God that has done this. Number one is that what? You and I must have a vision. And so even as you are coming to a conclusion, you must begin to pray and say, Lord, help me to see. That perhaps you have lived your life recklessly. Or perhaps you are unaware of this truth. Or perhaps you have even seen a glimpse. You must ask yourself, Lord, help me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see. Because you see, in the days that we are living in, one of the things that impairs our vision is based on the things that are happening around us. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible said that he that observes the wind, praise God, he will not sow. And if you don't sow, you will not reap. That's one of the things that the enemy tries to use to introduce fear. Oh, the world is coming to an end. So many things are happening. Am I going to die tomorrow? You are observing the wind. The enemy is trying to get you distracted. If you read that same passage that we read earlier on in the anchor text, if you look at what happened to of Israel from verse 14, it says here, verse 13, And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. 
He said, stand still. Only when you are still that you are able to see. Praise God. He said, stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord. The devil is trying to get us distracted by what is going on around us. But your ability to stand still is when your vision is going to be absolutely clear. And then God is backing you up. Such that when things are happening, praise God, you are in the same endeavor with your colleagues, but you are the one making progress. And the question is, how are you doing these things? And your answer would be what? But God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Someone said, progress in the Christian life is exactly equal to the growing knowledge we gain of the triune God in our personal experience. The reality of it is what? If we are going to make progress, you and I must be willing to now acquire the information that we need. And that is what we are learning all throughout this month. And God will help us all in Jesus' mighty name. And so perhaps you are yet to see this is that time to pray. Why don't you just bow your heads and just say, Lord, help me to see. You are married. What is God's vision for your family? You have a job. But what is God's vision for your life? Because the reality of it is until you possess vision, until you are able to be clear on what God will have you do, God is not committed to backing you up. And although it's our design for us to make progress, we must, first of all, be a people of vision. Therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, just like the blind man, Jesus asked him, what do you want for me to do for you? And he said that I would regain my sight. One of the steps of regaining your sight is you asking Jesus to be the Lord of your life. So perhaps you are here and you are yet to give your life to Jesus. Or you are watching us online or you will listen to this podcast sometime in the future. The criteria for seeing, the criteria for sight, number one is that you must acknowledge Jesus as your Lord. Perhaps you have even acknowledged him as your Lord, but you went away doing things your own way. Christ is making that invitation this afternoon and is saying, come back. The Bible says, if you return to me, I will return to you. So why don't you say with me and say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. You died for me on the cross of Calvary. And on the third day, you rose again. Cleanse me with your blood. And grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation. Even as I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. In Jesus' mighty name. Gracious Father in heaven, I pray over everyone that is listening to me. That Lord, you will open our eyes to see in the name of Jesus. That Lord, we will see beyond our limitations, O God. That we will see beyond our shortcomings, O God. But that you will open our eyes to see clearly that which you want us to do. That we will advance our lives in that direction. Therefore, bringing you glory in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. If you have said that prayer to give your life to Christ, there is... um. An email address for those of us who are watching online. There's an email address at the bottom of the screen. Please send us an email. Our responsibility is to provide resources. If you have also given your life to Christ here on ground, please see any of our ushers. They would give you a card for you to fill. But the idea is that it does not stop here. There is work to be done for us to advance in the direction that God will have us go. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all.